giving him pepperonis, right? Oh. And then my sister also has, she got a new beagle. He's almost oh. old. He's so cute. I gotta send you guys a picture. How many months? Two months. Oh, he's, he's probably so cute with the big ears. I don't think he's cute as pie. I'm gonna send you a photo. Let me let me send it to you right now. And Charlie's fighting with him or what? Well, Char not fighting, but he's just excited and he wants to play. And then um, I've been working all weekend because it's Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. yeah. So I had him over there the house, you know, so he can have a babysitter. So he's not home all day alone. Um, yeah. But. Between the pepperonis and the excitement of the new um, the new puppy, he didn't take a shit apparently, and nobody told me after work. So I got home, I took him out for a quick pee. Girl, five a.m. I start smell. I hear like a weird noise, and I just smell shit. Oh like, no! Tell me this motherfucker, and like I'm starting to trust him more with like freedom, like outside of his playpen. So I'm like, let me try to not put him in his pen to sleep you know because he's good about like just staying in his bed you know yeah um the one night i freaking don't put the playpen up is like the night that he took a shit so here it is 5 a.m oh no and i'm like cursing him out whipping out the clorox like oh. girl okay whatever i go back to sleep um 8 a.m rolls around like it's like 7 45 and I, and I get the same smell again. I was like, did I not clean this properly? Bitch, I look. And he pooped again. Ooh, oh, so no. mad. And now I'm like, I'm livid at this point, right? I'm like, let's go outside. I take him on a walk. And he poops like two more times when I take him outside. Oh, like, yeah. Damn. And then I hit up my mom. And mom was like, oh, he never pooped yesterday. I was like, nobody told me this. And then she goes, yeah, I think he was just too excited. Um. But yeah, so he's just been like shit. And he only farts whenever he eats the freaking pepperoni. I told my dad, I was like, no more fucking pepperoni. Fuck okay. <laughs> <Hot> pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, they're not good for them anyway. Yeah. Get them like, get them organic like treats or handmade. Oh, he's so cute. He's, he's adorable. Isn't he What's like his name? Nilo. Nilo. And he's cute as pie, and he he likes to play just as much as Charlie. So I at first I was scared because now Charlie's almost he's coming close to a year already. <laughs> yeah. So he's like a little more mature, but still playful. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't like get too annoying to this fresh pup. And that pup is all about it. <laughs> well, and he's probably gonna be bigger. Milo's gonna be a little bit bigger, right? He's yeah. Be a, yeah, he is gonna yeah. be a big pup. He's teeny tiny right now. He's like. Like, yeah, because he's only two months. So cute. So I was like jealous because now my sister has the cute new pup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but Charlie's so cute. Charlie's funny though. Charlie has a lot of personality. Yeah, he I love does. Charlie. He's too. cute. I like him. He be chilling. He do be chilling. But how you doing, yo? Chilling, she's chilling, yeah, chilling. Yeah, I was, you know, helping my mom out and whatnot. She had to go to a few doctor's appointments, so. Oh, man. You know how that goes. Oh, you you hit record already. Oh, I've been recording since we started. Oh, oh shit. Gotcha, bitch. Since y'all always get me. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't a bad day. I was chilling, you know. And uh, I did some Legos while I was there. You, you did? Know? Oh, yeah, I saw that. That That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's like a little picture. Shoot. Little BB-8. How about you? Yeah. How is, oh, we got a special guest today, guys. Yeah. Well, you guys might know her already by Steve, so. <laughs> or Dave. 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 I mean, Steve. I mean, Steve. Yeah. Steve. I was or, like, where'd Dave go? My bad. Or, or dad. Or dad. Dad or lady whistleblower. Rolling. Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> tried. I tried real hard on accent. that one. I, that was a really good accent, though. For a second, I was like, Shonda, you looking it up? <laughs> oh, Water Melandria. I forgot about her. Oh, yeah, oh. and Water Melandria. Unless oh, I've been out here doing voices, guys, so you've been listening to the pod. Vanessa does a few voices, and you'll recognize them. Yo, yeah. Like, she has a hidden talent that we didn't know about, and it's like... No, she does. I, acting. <laughs> I always tell her, I'm like... You probably are like one of the best voice actors. She does. No, no. She definitely like pulls our sketches together. <laughs> yeah, she has. She come through when we really need her. Yeah. Uh, not even when like we just kind of use like she's like the top person we ask. We're like, okay, what role are we going to give dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the rest of us are the peasants here. No, no, no. Well, and like we always are like, oh, you know. Who's going to play this role? Who's going to play this role? And I'm like, yo, we got Steve. So if we really needed to, you know, utilize her, we got it right here. Yeah. Just pulling the understudy Steve. Yeah. Because yeah. listeners, guys, this podcast stuff, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to, like, pull these things together. It really so. is. And, like, scheduling, we've been mm-hmm. struggling with that. But uh, we're here. Yeah, we are here. And um, formally, welcome back to Come listeners. Correct. Yeah, we got to get Come it together. Correct. Let's pull it together. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to Come Correct. We are here. Jaheni is here. And then we have... Your favorite FOMO homo, a.k.a. your local lesbian. Uh, you know, our, our partner is not feeling too well she's a little under the weather like it is outside non-covid related people yeah non-covid related this time but anyways um how how are you jenny i feel like we didn't ask you how you're doing oh i don't know i'm good i'm like you know just working like that's like priority right now is just like hustling getting my money up make sure you take care of yourself too though you know you don't want to run yourself down i do i do take care of myself believe it or not i try to work out i mean charlie's keeping me busy too so like emotionally and mentally it's nice to be able to invest that into the dog you know um but he is keeping me busy that on top of like just my work schedule, but it's like a good busy and I still work out. I'm still trying to keep up with like my running and my exercising and my dancing and, um, you know, and like, I might disappear. Like I don't always like text and stuff like that. It's like, I really do need to check out sometimes, but that's my way of like, I am trying to take care of myself too, because you know, it is a lot, you know, life just life rolls. Like, and now I'm, I feel like I'm starting to come to like a, a downhill not necessarily a downhill it's just like things for me have been so like wild for a while for a few months so like I'm starting to feel like I can like breathe a little and like relax and like just like you know just exist in the present without like all that emotional turmoil so I'm feeling I'm feeling better I'm busy but I'm feeling good starting to level out good yeah yeah hell yeah yeah, you you deserve it though too, because like having all that chaos sometimes is exhausting. 
yo, I'm I was tired. I was tired. I feel regenerated. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's what you needed. So, how how was your? I mean, I know you worked Valentine's Day, but how was it in like in dating and whatnot? Uh, we could jump into that. Oh, <laughs> I we guess. could. Okay, so I'm not okay. So Valentine's Day was interesting. I worked and like that was fine. Like I I normally like don't put a lot of energy into valentine's day anyway okay um, so it's not like i was i felt like i was missing out it's not like i was working on christmas you know what i mean yeah yeah so but it was um and i wasn't feeling bitter actually i thought i was gonna feel some kind of way working like with these couples that are like super mushy and gushy with each other and i'm like just you know, serving these tables. But honestly, I wasn't bitter. I actually felt really like happy for these people being really into each other. And it was like just a different perspective, you know, but as it, it also like kind of cemented that I know that I'm not ready to start dating, you know, mm. like I didn't feel like I was missing out. I didn't mm. feel like, oh, um, they have something that I'm lacking. I don't feel like I'm lacking in the moment. I just feel like uh, I, I just need to focus on myself. But like, like, I'm not ready to start dating, but, like, something that I have been thinking about is, like, I don't think I ever even dated properly. Normally, I, like, I get with, like, somebody that I already know or have, like, some kind of friendship with and, like, you know, if we have some kind of rapport and, like, we happen to vibe out, then cool, like, you know, then we happen to end up, like, in a thing for a little while. But, like, as far as dating, dating, I don't think I've, like, ever formally dated. So, like, right now I'm thinking about how I want to approach that. I don't even know, like, where to start. I don't even think – I've never done, like, the online date, dating thing, not properly at least, you know? So it's just yeah. – uh, Like, I don't know what I'm getting into. And it's hard, especially with COVID out here. Yeah. You know, like, that now add a layer of that. Like, oh, like, do I want to meet these people? it's a risk it's a risk um I think yeah it's it's not easy I would say online dating period but like online dating just makes it even like more awkward success story we do but I don't (laughs) think it's I I would say it's a rarity I don't think that it happens as often as people think even though I've been hearing more stories Mm -hmm. I've you know like I've been like actually um witnessing like people finding uh love online and whatnot but i think you have to like know what you want um and like the boundaries like you were saying like you haven't ever really formally dated like if that's what you want then like you have to like know you know what i mean like put that i have to like know my boundaries before i start like properly dating right and know what you want yeah before you like jump into something and just like kind of just go with the flow because like that's fun and everything but like if you don't know what you want and you're and that person really doesn't know what they want then you know you're you're just kind of what are you guys doing you know what I mean yeah and like I feel like that's how I don't know my past I feel like I don't know I just landed in my my situation sometimes yeah it's a situationship and I, like I do want to have more of a you know more direction and like have like boundaries and stuff and goals maybe and like goals maybe but like okay now add to that the layer that what I want aren't necessarily conventional like like I don't necessarily want a conventional lifestyle so like a part of me is like I need to figure out how do I what I want for myself before I start adding in another 
Yeah, that's true too as well. And you got to have somebody that also wants the same things. Yeah, because like one thing I definitely don't want is like to mislead anybody. I think I'm just like outgrowing that. (laughs) Yeah. And that's fine. Drama. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. You know? So until I figure that out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, guys, if you have any tips, hit us up. Any dating tips for Jenny? Yo, we're give me. We have some tips. here though. I mean, like, guys, I want to know: Do you online date? Do you just like like how do you do the pandemic scene? Like, I need I need input. I need advice. I don't know. I'm going in blind, y'all. What were you gonna say? No, I'm just gonna say you gotta you know figure out what you want before you can just go and find somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a sound piece. That's the main. I think that's the main thing that we all can agree on. Yeah. Because I think that's that's like when we met each other, we both kind of knew we didn't want and what we wanted at the same time, and it just we went from there. It worked. Yeah. We 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 vibed well and like just easily fit together. Where I think some people like. They're like puzzle pieces don't fit together and like force it. You never like try to force a puzzle piece yeah. and it doesn't fit. And I'm like, people try to do that with each other. And I'm like, yo, give it up. You, those pieces don't fit together. Square peg, round hole. Yeah, there you go. One one piece, all right, I was talking to somebody um, recently who is, a, you know, a single female also, but maybe like a couple years younger than me, not that much younger than me. She's like in my age range. But she definitely does use social media and she has that savvy. And like the topic of dating came up in this conversation that I had with her. And she had said like, girl, I've never signed up for a, a dating website. Um, I All I did was I just use Instagram. Honestly, if you post just really good pictures and if you're active, the dudes will hop into the DMs. And then she also told me that she also hops into DMs and that's how she finds people. And I'm like, I didn't realize that people use Instagram as a dating platform also or like. A- no. Yeah, I don't I didn't know that either. I mean, like. I guess before Vanessa, like people would hit me up like on, you know, like Instagram or like Facebook, but I never really pursued those people, I guess. I wasn't really ever interested in those people. I never felt like they were like serious. Yeah, I always felt like like it was. Yeah, or that booty call, that late night booty call. Yeah. Okay. So then I was talking to another friend, right? Who also, you know, is single, um, single female. And like, I was asking her, I was like, Hey, what do you do? Cause like, I'm not ready right now, but I feel like I need to be like, what's 2021 dating to like, look like, like, how do people do it? And she goes, you know, Tinder is like really for the hookups. And like, she had mentioned Bumble and I'm like, what's a Bumble? There's new apps. (laughs) There's like, (laughs) but um, but yeah, yeah. So listeners, yeah. Give me all the dating advice <laughs> yeah well and i'm sure people listening also might need some you know we yeah. might have some single listeners and they might need some help yeah and i will come back with the intel for you <laughs> but, but we did write down some tips uh, i mean <laughs> anna wrote these down so they're worded very wild but she said don't give out your number for a while oh i said that okay so yeah 
Uh, if you meet anybody online, like talk to them first. I think that's like definitely imper- like, like DMs, important. like exchange. Yeah, okay. exchange DMs and like get the feel, put the feelers out there because like if it's not right in the in the DMs, it's not gonna be right with your number. It's yeah, not. Gonna you be don't different. want them to have your number then. <laughs> exactly. So you gotta definitely be careful with that. People give out their number too way too quick. Okay. Because I, I didn't. I think me and Vanessa talked like for two like a week or two before I even gave her my number. We talked through the app. Yeah, you took it slow. Well, because uh, it was more like the people I met before her were just, like, annoying. And I just wasn't, like, about that again. You know? I was kind of, like, very um, cautious. Um, Also, then, Anna put, post a booty hole. Get a booty hole. (laughs) Oh, I guess, like, posting photos. So, like, my one friend that I was talking to, she had mentioned, like, that she posts thirst traps you know mm. and like that's a thing and then yeah i guess um anna's take is if you post a thirst trap you're gonna get thirst trap energy so be aware of the kind of photos that you do put out there true uh-huh and um very fair. I, I like i hear that i definitely hear that also yeah it's gonna be a vibe like if you present yourself a certain way then the guy's gonna expect that same energy and like also might just send you unsolicited pictures that you didn't want yeah um dudes out here they still send the dick pics we've discussed this (laughs) yeah Uh, i just saw a wild post it was like some dude asking this girl oh where should i get a tattoo and she was like oh like start on your arms or whatever and he sent a picture back of like his dick and he's and he's like ignore the my dick but do you think it would go good next to it, to the left of it? And oh, my God. I just thought that was so forward. To just send a big like, really for that? Yeah. Like, you could have just, oh like, my pulled God. that area down. I like, believe that story, though. I sure, I sure do. I saw it. I was just like, well, uh, thank God I'm not out here, you know, while, even with my profile, like, privacy, yeah. uh, public. Now, one thing I will say, though, as far as, like, um, posting suggestive photos i'm not against it all the time though i feel like there's like a way of doing it that can still present yourself as like classy while sensual you know what i mean like there's a way of doing it if you have a good eye for it definitely um, i'm not out here trying to like bash a good thirst trap because some of these photos be cute you know yes a hater either you know so i just think i have to like really consider those things definitely yeah, there's definitely a classy way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But that, I've seen some girls that all oh, that's all they post. You know what I mean? Right. I think you got to mix it up as well. Like show yeah. that it's, that's not just what you're show about. Show me your range. Show exactly. Me your range. <laughs> you get it. You get it. But uh, our last tip or rule, I guess, whatever this is, dudes that provide experiences. Yeah, definitely. Oh. That's what you need, Jenny. Experience. Yo, okay. So this is something like, you know, I've been talking about with with Anna on the side. It's like, I got to like upgrade the type of dudes that I pull in, you know? (laughs) Like enough of these like um, dudes that are still trying to find themselves. Enough of these dudes that are still like can't hold down a proper job or who, who doesn't have like a proper path or doesn't have their own direction. Like at least have a direction, you know what I mean? Like don't be sitting here, can't hold down a job and then expect attention. Like I need to like dudes that provide experiences, like 
pay for my dinner, treat me, take me on a trip, bitch. Let's not worry, like, please just tip properly, bitch. Like, um, I don't know. It's just like being able to hold your own financially so that you can like date properly. Like if you can't afford a date or if you can't afford, you know, I don't know, the basics. Flowers the basics bitch then like I, like I don't know goodbye goodbye I need to like elevate the type of dudes that I date I'm getting too old for this for these you can't um, buy for, one of those 25 cent rings yo no. out of, fuck out of here to, yeah, quote, to quote the famous sages of our time I don't want no scrubs man's with ambitions yes and i'm not saying like not i'm trying to be a singer like and you could be yourself like just know what you're doing you know what i mean or like have some kind of direction like you don't have to be there yet but be in the process of it and like don't be like the type of motherfucker that like like has all these like career ambitions but like doesn't act on it either because that's also a sham and i smell you're yeah they exist yeah yeah i mean life is hard and i get it but yeah do you at this point in our lives like i think you deserve somebody that knows what they want because you know what you want you know so i think that yeah that's important yeah. and experiences doesn't have to always just be about money materialistic could, yeah <laughs> yeah it could also it could also just be like experience in the bedroom or something you know like yes, orgasms jenny deserves some orgasms hell yeah yeah we yeah. all do we i feel like i say this every episode like, yeah but like also experiences could also be just like let's not sit around the house every single day and like that's something i think about like i have a certain energy level i do love vegging out i do have a lazy side and i embrace the fuck out of it but also when i want to do shit like i want to be able to have somebody that like does shit with me i was in a situation where like i would like have a partner but then i would like do my own thing and that's all that's good too like you should have like your own time sometimes but also like you want to be able to bring your partner on you want to partner with like your same energy level you know yes. how whack is that if you want to do something one night and they just want to like stay home and like, yeah yeah you want someone that's going to go rock climbing with you yeah or for sure. go on a hike or ice skating, ice skating. like yeah. activities because yeah. sometimes i i even like say stuff like that to vanessa like We'll be like sitting around for a weekend and I'm like, no, I need to get out. I always, I, I'm like one of those people that like if I'm no. sitting around, I feel unproductive and like I just start feeling like shit about myself. Mm-hmm. So she knows now when I start getting in that that mood, she's like, all right, let's go. We need That's to That's a great partnership, though. And like to take initiative, because it's one thing like if you're always like down to like you know, do the, do the thing, but also take initiative, make a plan, be, be the yeah. one that's like, all right, let's do this. Let's do we that. Had that. We've had that conversation as well. I mean, cause it's like, sometimes you don't know, you know, you like, or you're tired and you don't really want to like, think about having to plan something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice when there's another person that's like, well, why don't we do this this weekend and not next weekend? You know what I mean? Like, that's a great partnership, you know? It's a saying? good, like, uh it's gotta be 50 50 yeah yeah compromise it's good it's a good uh shout out to lesbians we could learn so much (laughs) but anyways what do we do you want to talk about some weird dates you've been on 
Oh, oh my God. I'm not the one with like the good dating stories though. I, I'm like, these are Anna, aren't these Anna's? Anna, Anna. Oh, and I had one. I had a weird one. Oh, that tell spoke. me your weird date story and then Anna will circle back next. Time. Okay. So yeah, I, I brought up the, the surrogate thing. Um, because like right before I met Vanessa, well, not maybe right before, but that year before I met Vanessa, I was like going out and like trying to meet somebody because I was like in a weird situationship, I would say with a straight girl. And that wasn't fun at all. So I was like, I got to find somebody like that's on the same page as me. And I met some fucking weird people. I'll tell you that much, but I met this surrogate chick. We went out for drinks. We went to this weird bar in Clifton. I don't even, was it? Yeah, it was like, it was like in Lakeview, Clifton, in that area. I never heard of the bar, never been there in my life. And uh, yeah, so we talked about like what we did for a living and then she brought that up and I was just, I felt weird the rest of the date because that's all she talked about. And I felt like that's all she had going on. She was a surrogate, like she was about to have a baby and she was dating? Well... I don't either. It was like a surrogate or mid. What did I say last time? I think a mid. She was a midwife. It's like she she deliver helped deliver babies. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was that. I don't remember, but oh. it, it was one or the other. I, I got. I guess I wasn't that um invested in what she was yeah. talking about. She wasn't too interested. But I was just like, how do I leave like <laughs> and not like seem like a dick. Like but, oh my god that's so awkward yeah yeah like because i was like all she spoke about and like and i was just like ready to go you know like i was yeah, just like, like you know. i was already like exited mentally i'm exited the the date but yeah that was a weird yeah. one that was definitely a weird one. Oh my god <laughs> do you have any weird dates i'm trying to think i mean most of the people that i met like before you, I met at clubs, and I was probably oh. wrong, so I don't really remember mm. many of them. Like, see, I that's guess. what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's just a matter. Like, we used to like go out, go to bars, and like meet people, and it wasn't always like the intention wasn't always to like be in a relationship. And I guess that's what's dating that that's what dating is for is to, yeah like, into a relationship with somebody. You know what I mean? And maybe that's like. I don't know. I'll get back to you guys, you know, on like the dating life when it starts happening. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have some interesting stories because of, you know, life COVID. now. Yeah, COVID's <laughs> gonna be awkward. Oh my god. Jenny's gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna I use it see- as an excuse to like have perpetual singledom. Like, ugh. Yeah, COVID. Oh, gonna, yeah. Like meet in a bubble or something. Like oh my god. Jenny's gonna be like, I need to see your test results right now. <laughs> Weird. All right, but let's let's move on since Anna's not here to talk about her awkward massage in yogurt land. Oh my god. Um, uh we'll let her we'll let her elaborate on that next episode, I guess, when whenever she's back. Um but we have toxic femininity cuz we yeah. seem to always talk about toxic masculinity and we there there's heavy misandry vibes, you know, so yeah. We think we we could balance it out a little bit here. Yeah, and honestly, toxic femininity is real. As easy as it is for us to bash the dudes, women come with their own different flavor of, um, you know, toxicity. So, yeah. 
it goes both ways. It's a two-way street for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but our first, I guess, bullet of this topic, your insecurity will be the death of you. Just fucking love yourself. Because no one else will. Because no one else is going to... Who is that? RuPaul? And remember, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? We're always seeking, like, validation or, like, we're always seeking, like, for somebody else to give us the love that we should just give ourselves. And I feel like that's how people end up, or women end up in toxic relationships, really, is because mm -hmm. we accept other people to, like, provide that love that we should just, like, have for ourselves. But this is, like... I'm not bashing other women. I'm bashing myself also. In oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I think women are just always inherently compromising. And we always, you know, try to, we're always trying to make everybody else happy. But, um. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know why? Because Charlie almost puked in my lap. He just puked. Right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let this happen right here. This is great content, but anyway, you can't see us, but yeah, I think that's why women, uh, we're, we become insecure because we kind of always put everybody else's needs before ours. Absolutely. Um, and it's just like a, a, a vicious cycle. It just keeps going on for generations and generations, you know? Yeah. We got to break the cycle. Oh yeah. I'm all about breaking cycles. Agreed. Otherwise, it's just going to keep on going. Yep. Um. But also, something women are super guilty of that I really, you know, are the clicky, the power dynamics within clicks, right? Like, mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like we're lucky enough where our female friend group is, like, pretty, like, chill. Like, none of us is tr are trying to, like, one-up each other and, like, do any scheming shit behind each other's back. Like, it's not like that. But, like, there are a lot of female friend groups that are there out there that are, like, just toxic. Yeah, I think because we've all kind of had our run-ins with people like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely have... And I've probably been in cliques where it was very, like, toxic. And I was like, yo, what the fuck am I doing with these people? So I think at this point in my life, I'm just like, I want my friends to be happy as well as myself. So I'm not out here. I'm out here to help you be happy. And I want you to give me that same energy back. Yeah, you, you know? don't. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at Mean Girls. That's, like, one of the most famous yeah yeah mean girls and everybody knows like a mean girl crew too you know <laughs> like, yeah we all know a plastic bitch <laughs> but the thing is i feel like the expiration date on there's an expiration date on those friendships you outgrow those friendships for real yeah people. because like you don't those like i don't know any people anybody that are still friends with like people that they They're were toxic friends yeah like they grew apart and like eventually hopefully they grow up or there's people that still remain in that month. honestly toxic female friendships are just as bad as like toxic relationships with you know yeah other people i think because like 
you know, you sometimes you do seek that the friend group for like certain validations and you do seek the friend group to like make you feel better. And if like you have a toxic friend that like isn't about that, you know, like you're going to take those those bad things that are said to heart because women are very guilty of like gossipy behavior going behind the back. And like not to say that men aren't capable of this behavior, too, but it's just, you know, like More I've, I've 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 seen some vicious shit go down with women or with yeah women. women go for the jugular i think whereas men mo- majority they'll duke it out they'll duke it out and then they're good after that women they need yeah. to destroy your lives and they need to destroy the way you feel about your own fucking life and like they take digs at like personal things because like you tell your friends like personal shit that you don't tell anybody else and they'll use that against you at some point if you piss them off Hell yeah. I'm not saying you guys now, but I've had friends do that to me in the past. Yeah. Like you're trying to you're trying to confide in them, but yeah. then they just use it against you. That's messed up. Yeah. Ugh. Um what else we have here? Let's see. I guess we could jump into wild ass bitches or did- Wild ass bitches. Wild ass bitches. 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 Tara, I I want you to tell this story because we had to like, we went off on Tara because she was like, is that a wild story? Yes, it's a wild ass bitch story. Um, You know, I had a few stories, but yeah, I'll tell this one because Vanessa's sitting here. So I'm not, I'm not trying to like tell some wild shit. (laughs) But she, 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 I think she heard some of this story, but yeah. Okay, so. Growing up, there was this kid that lived out the block from us that my brother would hang out with a lot. And, like, I guess at some point I kind of just defaulted a crush on him because I felt like no one else was around. And, like, I was like, all right, I guess I'll like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, I would always like him from afar. And then my, like, ex-best friend dated him. So, like, after they broke up, I was like, oh, shit, like, he's available again. And then, I don't know. I, I always had like a, a thing for him and I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but then I dated Wilfredo in high school and we broke up. So when we were like on the rocks, this kid happened to hit me up and I was just like, oh, whatever. Let's see. It was, you know, like I, I always was like curious, you know what I mean? I was like, okay, so come over. Like, let's see. My parents went home and I was like, all right, whatever. My brother was home, though, so I had to, like, sneak him in because they were friends. And I snuck him in, and then I was re- I regretted it, like, the minute, like, he tried to kiss me. And I was like, fuck, this kid was the worst kisser, like, ever. I was just like, it was, like, just, like, and this was, like, a little your brother's ma- best friend. He wasn't his best friend. They weren't. Anna wrote were that in. And I exaggerated it. It was his friend, like one of his friends, but he was one younger. His- he was my around, right? Yeah, he was around often, and like they played sports together, and like they they had their own little friend group in the neighborhood because you knew you knew um yeah. another one of my brother's yeah. friends as well. He was on the bus with us, but anyway, a few of my brother's friends went to yeah. tech with us, but this kid didn't go to tech with us anyway. Um, but he was always around. Yeah, they were friends. He was younger. He was my age, so like. I don't know. I was just was like, all right, I'll like him, whatever. Yeah, I'll like and him. His, his little I thing is his lips were just like small and like gross and like he was just like fast and like, I don't know. I just didn't like it at all. And that's I was how a, you knew. 
And I was just like, I regretted it right then and there. And I was like, damn, I waited years for this. And <laughs> I guess that was my, my wild ass bitch story because then I had to sneak him back out and like try to like let him down lightly because I was like, you know, didn't want to be mean. He was a nice kid. Like he was a sweetheart. And that was, I initially liked him, but after that, I was just like, all right. Were you already questioning your sexuality around that time? Oh, yeah, I definitely was. Yeah, I mean, before I even dated Wilfredo, I was like, I talked to a few girls and like, you know, I was like crushing on women and females. And But um, I think like after a few hookups with guys, I, I, I was like cemented in that idea, you yeah. know? And then... But yeah. No, that's true. But let me tell you something. Like, a kiss that does not feel right will fuck up the whole thing. Because honestly, I had an old faithful. I had it was gross. That I was just, like, disgusted. Yo, myself. No, so, like, I had a person that I would regularly see every now and then. Like, you know, if I was, like, single or bored or whatever, right? But, like, this was, like periodically over the span of like some time right so like it would happen for a little while once every few months or like once every couple years like it was very like sporadic but always old faithful everybody has that old faithful the last time this was years and years ago the last time we finally like met up we kissed and like I hadn't seen him like for maybe a couple years before that. So like, I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're diving back in. And like, that was like one of my worst kisses ever. And I had kissed this human being before, like multiple times. Like, but were you drunk the other times? No, not even. I wasn't. Oh, it was shit. Like, I was, yeah, I wasn't even like drinking like that. Like, you know, he was rusty. No, not even that too. I think he was gaining like, you know experience also you know but i just don't think like i was fucking with it anymore and like mm. I, was, and I was like why does this feel terrible it feels like kissing a lizard like why does your tongue feel like a dart like why yeah. do your lips feel like 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 non-existent and i'm like again i've kissed this human being before but this was just not right and like it was in that moment that i was like i can't see this person anymore and i haven't seen them since honestly <laughs> <laughs> Good riddance. I mean, oh, like, yeah. A, a bad kiss will fuck shit. It, a bad kiss, yeah. It, 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 it ruins the mood. It ruins the vibe. And I don't want to say, like, all dudes kiss like that, but the, it's it's different kissing a woman. It's kissing. not all dudes. It's not all dudes, but I do think you can read intentions behind the way a person kiss. Oh, yeah. But I will say, like, there are a lot of dudes that are very great kissers. Mm. But there are, like, lovely kissers. Like, I've like, lovely, lovely kissers. But there are a lot of dudes that are just, like, either clueless or, like... Chapped lips. Yeah. (laughs) Chapped lips. Like, put out some fucking Vaseline, bitch. And, like, his tongue was, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just, like, dry. And like it was like a raisin. It was like a naked mole rat. Not a raisin. (laughs) (laughs) It was what's his name from fucking Kim Possible? The naked mole rat. (laughs) Like I was just like, yo, why is it so dry? Oh, that's gross. Drink some water. He's probably nervous. He had a dry mouth. He had cotton mouth, and he was like, oh shit, I'm gonna kiss this girl. 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, man. He always so pretending like, he didn't like people. me, though. So that's why I was like... Yeah, that's what guys do. Out of nowhere. I don't know. And I don't know. Sometimes I think, too, maybe it's just that there aren't bad kissers. Maybe it's just you got to find the right fit for you. But nah, some people just suck. Definitely. Or it's halitosis. True. Uh, <laughs> bad breath is important. It, it, I mean, it's bad as well. That could throw off anything. Go to the dentist. Yeah, get your t- your teeth checked. Yeah, brush your teeth. Is important. Floss. Yeah. Don't be gross. Don't be smoking a whole ass blunt and then trying to kiss up on somebody. Yes, you- I'm not a whole ass blunt. Power <laughs> smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. Oh, cigarette yeah. mouth is the worst. Alrighty, uh, anyways, what do we got next? What you watching? Yo, what you watching? Did you watch it? I did watch it, but did oh, you Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Let's talk. Baby. We're finally on the same page. Because yes. I felt like you guys were watching shit and I wasn't ever watching. And I'm like, I gotta, we gotta watch the same yeah, thing. man. This is Britney. We're talking about framing Britney Spears. It's we Britney, bitch. Who is it? <laughs> yes, the New York Times special on Hulu. Yes. Um, definitely worth the watch but this is Britney we're talking about of course they're gonna be on the same page yeah but anyways uh yeah this was very eye-opening I think I knew like majority of the things that were going on but uh there were um so like a few details where I was just like wow you know that's really sad that she's having to go through this with her own family um and I don't know. We just want Brittany to be happy at this point and like free because it seems like she's like a prisoner in her own home. She's an adult. Yeah. Like you don't need your father taking. Wasn't her father an alcoholic? We need to treat her as like as such is just insane. But one thing about the documentary that I did appreciate and why it's so impactful is just the way that they frame the story. Because yeah. they weren't telling us things that we didn't know. I feel like if you followed Britney Spears or you followed mm-hmm. pop culture in general, you knew all of these little details that were happening. Um, but you really didn't get a full sense of like, you know, how she was really being incapacitated. Um, as a human being, really, and yeah, because like, that, that she she might be experiencing some mental health issues, like doesn't make her completely um, useless in taking care of herself. It's just insane. No, there's so many people that have mental health issues that um, control their own uh, lives. Yeah, and control their finances therapy like you know it's not like you know this isn't the middle ages like let's lock all the freaking crazies up in a prison and like you know leave them be this isn't like that like there are you know therapies there are solutions to help people and like people can lead normal lives with um you know underlying mental health problems but the thing is it's like we're we're treating Britney like some like invalid and she is not she and like the the documentary like talks about like she is fully capable of like running the show running the ship like before her dad came along she was the one in charge of all the decisions and that's so intimidating as a woman and the thing is like we're talking early thousands things like mental health problems um 
like strong female like um presenting a a strong female character and like a sexual character or a sensual character that Brittany was like she was like she was showcasing a, a different side of herself that wasn't like necessarily like always seemed like deemed wholesome um there were so many different things like kind of working against her when at the end of the day we did this to her i feel like we as like a society drove britney spears to the brink of her insanity at the end of the day like the paparazzi yeah that's what got me as well and and i I just want to say i think we should have like I, I know people joked about the whole Chris Crocker thing, like, leave Britney alone. <laughs> leave Britney alone! Please. <laughs> but, like, he was right at that time in her life. They just, if they left her alone, like, I think it would have helped her so much. Plus, um, Michael Moore was on the, um, docu- on the, on this movie. Yeah. Like there was like an old interview of him, like you know, saying like let's like leave Britney alone, like leave really Britney alone. Like at the end of the day, she is she's a, a human, young twenties, yeah. two children, shady shady relationship past. You yeah, know, Kevin Federline screw him, just yeah, like fuck him. You know, like yeah, I don't know. It's like as much as I love Justin, I do think it he's was problematic as fuck. Like yeah, he I, is I, problematic. Like I, you know, he has hits. everybody i think we can find like problems in everybody you know like we're not all perfect i'm not saying you know that we're perfect people but yeah what he did to britney and janet was like uncalled for behavior honestly he could have he could have definitely like said came out and you know defended them but i feel like at the time it wasn't it was a different climate and Guys just kind of like, we're like, well, I wasn't part of that, so I'm not going to get involved. You know what I mean? But, but I do think what I did say to Anna the one day, like, I feel like Justin did push Brittany to kind of, you know, like he made her seem not dirty, but like, he, you know, that she was saving herself for marriage. And then he she came out and said that he took her virginity. He was trying to, um, you know, Justin aside, she was in control of the narrative of her own life. And she was mm-hmm. trying to put one thing out there. And then Justin just swoops in because he's petty. And yeah. like, paints this other picture that she's not trying to paint, which, you know what, this happens. Like this is in like in the real world, this happens. But the thing with like celeb culture and like two pop stars essentially coming at each other as such is like it's it adds another layer of like he's trying to fuck with her like her reputation she's a pop star she's a public figure yeah Um, not even like she's just like some chick on the street i i don't even know if it was that i i think maybe it was more like he was trying to at the time he was trying to set a set a name for himself you know what i'm saying like he was trying to stay relevant because he was starting his own like a solo career at the moment and i think that was his way to he kind of like climbed he used her and climbed higher because he's like oh if i put her down then i i'm the one that could you know people are looking at me you know what i mean like i'm you know because he was speaking about her he used her definitely but also i don't know i like i'm saying like the whole career thing is like a repercussion of like the things that he said and did yeah, but I, I don't necessarily think that that was like the reasoning behind it. I think it's just like you know, like 
I don't think he had like broy. I think it was more broy. It was broy. Like, like I don't think he had ill intentions for Britney, and they yeah. probably ended like mutually. But it was more him trying to save face in front of like the world yeah. as like a dude, a good looking yeah. that who probably you know like just wanted to save face. And I, I like I know multiple dudes that are like that I've seen on multiple occasions that like people that do stuff like that like it's just different because now you add that layer of fame to it it's just you know a different playing field yeah it's sad it's sad to see you know that that that's her life right now because i think at this point we just i think her fans and just people maybe even just america just want to see her thrive um Except her dad, I would say, but um, no, he just wants to. to no shout out to her dad. Yeah, fuck her dad, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her family, like Jamie Lynn and like oh, her mom. mom. Her because, mom was like, I don't know, useless. Like I feel like where was mom during all of this? Like, like her mom, I know was around more than the dad. I mean, they spoke about it in the doc. You know, like her dad wasn't really around in the beginning. I think they were split up, the mother and the father. So then, why does the dad get to come in and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like yeah, Godzilla, everything and like stomp all over the fucking, you know, like what right does he have? And that's why I'm saying, where was mom? Like, yeah, yeah, she should have definitely stepped in and kind of got him out of the picture because, like, she knew what it was. And like, she was the one that was getting, you know, Brittany to like these appointments and like, supporting her you know mentally and things of that nature and then this guy thinks he deserves to take all that away and take her money and it's like no she worked hard for this shit fuck you right i just didn't trust him because i'm sorry i feel like he would have spent the money he was gonna spend her money on something else like fucking alcohol or, or drugs i mean he was recovering which there's nothing wrong with that but you know, when you're in recovery, you need to just focus on yourself and not worry about anybody else. Yeah, and, um, you know, like, Brittany should just be in control of her own shit. She doesn't need you out of, you know, out of left field. Unfortunately, I think Dad swooped in and took advantage of Brittany's um, just um, her mental state. Like, the paparazzi, like, her life, like, there were the other factors in her life that were really, like, causing her a lot of stress. And then when it seemed like she was really, like, shaving her head, like, attacking paparazzi, when it seemed like she was really at a breaking point, that's when dad swooped in. Yeah, and probably, like, maybe offered her, like, protection and, like, support, and but that's, he had different motives at the end of the day her kids and i don't doubt at all that she had her kids yeah. in mind when she was signing things you know yeah and i was pissed with the paparazzi as well like the one guy was like well she never like told the told us to leave her alone but like she did there were several times where she was like can you guys just leave me alone and he's like well it was like only for the day would you leave me alone for the day like yo oh, she no, we funny. know she didn't fucking say that like, no, just leave her alone. Like, people need their own privacy. She couldn't even, like, go to the store. And then they would catch her doing wild shit. Because they they made million dollars off of one photo of Britney. And, like, I get it. But get it, like, a job where you're not fucking no, mooching off like- of other people just going outside. You know, oh, it, you know I, I just think that's the worst job. Like, I don't respect any paparazzi at all. Like, it's, like, yeah, we want to see those pictures, but, like, we don't want somebody's mental health to be endangered at the same time. It's right. not fair, you know? 
it's just like, you know, she was young when everything started and then she was growing up in the spots, the spotlight. So all these things that happened to her, like they made it such a big deal, but this is just everyday shit. Yeah. Like they just blew everything Imagine up. if like, they followed us around when we were fucking growing up and like partying and whatnot. Like we would have, you know what I mean? Like, we would have been- I would have been canceled. We did worse shit than Britney was doing. Like, and not even, and they, people were trying to like make it say, oh, because she's a mom, she has kids, she shouldn't be out partying. Bitch, I know hella moms out here in yeah. their 20s that had um their children with grandma while they were out doing their thing. So let's not act like Brittany was the only person out here being young. Because you know what? Even though you have kids, I feel like people are still allowed to act their age. No, yeah, like I think we set the standards. Not like for celebrities like we set them a little too high because like at the end of the day they're humans as well um and i think that we should end those you know those cycles and like standards because it's like who are we to like judge you like you're a human as well you know what i mean like it's just not i don't think those are fair it's not a fair playing ground you know what i mean yeah, but there's always going to be this fascination behind celebrities and celeb culture. And while that yeah. fascination, like, exists, there's going to be somebody making money off of it. True. Oh, that's so like, true. You know, because at the end of the day, like, we're we're from, like, you know, this area, like, New York, we're really close to New York City, you know, and, like, we're on the coast, like, we're, you know, we're not super detached from celeb culture, but, like, if you live in, like, middle america you know like you know that's all you got yeah exactly i don't know um anyways you want to speak about snl yo i always want to speak about snl i don't know why i said it like that shows um which episode was this with um dan levy dan levy yeah i saw some of it i didn't watch the whole thing but i saw some of it yeah, and then Phoebe Bridgers was the musical guest. Yeah, that was very interesting. And we spoke about uh, the whole performance, her performance as yeah. well. And like the, the outrage behind it, that was kind of like exaggerated. I'm over it. So like, okay, so shout out to Dan Levy, by the way. I love him dearly. And if you don't yeah, agree, speak, you should be. Um, but Phoebe Bridgers now, like as a musician, like her music, it's really cute. I, like, it's not necessarily like my a hundred percent, my taste, but I like it for what it is. You know what I mean? She like her music's good. Um, and it's really cute. And it's like, you know, it's super like, she's this like adorable blonde girl, super pretty and like super chill vibes. And like, what struck me about the performances is like, while you're getting all of this, like, you know, hazy aesthetic, like this, like super cutesy, like, you know, hipster girl aesthetic. She ends one of her performances with, um, like she was like smashing her guitar. And I thought it was like, oh, it's interesting. Cause this isn't like guitar smashing music necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, you know, it's still, it's cute. Good for her. If she wants to smash a guitar, smash a fucking guitar. And I remember watching it and being like, oh, that's funny. All right, cool good for her but like that's it and like she had really good performances i thought they were you know like you know it was a good um it was a nice little thing but like apparently there was backlash yeah which i don't understand apparently some um 
uh, another musician from some old man band that I'm gonna pre- I'm not gonna pretend like I know what band this was, but <laughs> you know if you care oh, enough you can goodness. Google it. But some old man band um, came at her on Twitter and um, was saying that she didn't need to smash her guitar, that it was unnecessary. And like let's take a second and like acknowledge all of the male musicians out there that have smashed many a guitar in the yeah. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Like, like she was the first person to smash a guitar. Like, or maybe it's because like she plays like this like um acoustic music that like maybe it wasn't guitar smashing music but i don't know he was trying to say like it wasn't appropriate and like i don't know Who's i think- even say that yeah. and my thing is like people were like oh well she should have like donated her guitar and this and that and it's like i think one of her like bandmates came out and said like yo it's an 85 dollar guitar like really yeah like it's not that serious and like again um you could it's a prop at the end of the day like you know Uh and like it was part of the performance and i feel like if that's what she wanted to do for her performance you know as an artist was end it with smashing a fucking guitar smash her prop essentially then she didn't even smash it she like she couldn't even she did not smash it (laughs) like she broke the speaker (laughs) yeah the speaker like sparked up a little bit which i thought was kind of like aesthetically pleasing i was like oh cool because like you know me i'm into like that like metal and like pyro things like i love i i do like violence (laughs) like there's a part there's a part of me that loves violence there just is i can't deny it i mean when it's in the right setting as well um i don't just like violence out of nowhere you know what i mean but i did appreciate the that guitar smashing and then like it sparked up and i was like okay like uh you know some chaos Cause like SNL can be very boring and the performances can just be like a commercial. And, you know, so I thought it was interesting because I'm not really into her music as well. It's okay. I don't, you know, like if it's on. It's good for what it is, but it's not good background music. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe now she'll do, she'll like uh, experiment with different sounds. I don't know. We'll see what happens after this, but yeah. uh, Shout out to Dan Levy. Uh, I thought that was dope. And his dad showed up. That was funny um but i guess it was an okay episode compared to like other ones that have been on recently yeah for sure but um you want to wrap this up or you say go follow us subscribe um like share whatever jenny you have anything to say Thanks for listening. No, you know why I was reading through the topics again. Like, did we cover anything? Yeah. Oh, no. shout out to shout out to Steve for coming on. Thank you for being here in uh, Anna's place because we, you know, it's not the same without Anna as well. I want to be on when all three of you are on. Oh, uh, yeah, we gotta like we gotta like have an interview for Steve and like like pick her brain a little bit. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, shout out to, uh, Sean as well for continuing to help us out and all the sick beats. Yes. And helping us with the production and adding in those fancy fun sounds. That's me, but yeah. Oh, that's you. Shout out to me. Shout out to Tara (laughs) for all that extra editing. But, um, yeah, we're going to have a good episode for next week for sure. Well, I'm hoping we'll see. All right. Have a good night, Jenny. Peace out. See ya.